0: Roz yes. and Mocha.
2: <laughs>
4: it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this
0: is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia
5: Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and, and, Mocha. and Mocha.
4: The Roz and Mocha Show. Ready to go. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
6: Roz. Mocha. Roz? I just Mocha.
4: You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa!
6: Wow! You just won $1,000. That is
7: amazing. Y'all just made my entire
2: morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Are you wearing your rock hat to torture me today? No. Why? No. No. Because it's one week?
4: No, I swear. You swear? No, because it just
6: matches with the uh the sweater I'm wearing So I was reminded so many times (laughs) that today was the one-week anniversary of Mm -hmm. when it was Mocha's birthday, Mm -hmm. and Mocha thought... That we um, that the rock was going to come in, and then Mocha told this story about how he brought in all his rock here, and that how he got a haircut, but he couldn't want to go to a salon, so he actually had a man come over to his garage <laughs> and cut his hair <laughs> in in the garage. Yeah, yeah. And then we all felt terrible for that, so, <laughs> right? And uh-huh. then and you had said afterwards, guys, I only said that like as a joke, but meaning, but we really all did feel incredibly terrible. And first of all, how's your haircut? That's fine. I should, I should I ask. Catherine made sure that I asked about your haircut one my week later. My hair is later. fine. Yeah. Your hair is fine? Yeah. It okay. had been
4: years since I've walked in here without wearing a hat. I and then know. And last week, I didn't have my hat on. Yeah. And then afterwards, I just went back to the hat.
6: Right. Okay. But the hair is growing back nicely. So, uh, i need t- another cut so, in like a month. So when you told that story, like that story hit people and that story went far. I've been hearing nothing for a week other than how you thought the rock was coming in here and you got uh-huh. a haircut and how terrible fee- people feel for you
4: oh please don't no, no no it's fine, i know it's fine. i know
6: no i know i know and then like, you I, know i don't feel any ways about bro, it right? i know you don't feel any ways but that doesn't mean that we all don't feel ways and that story the yeah. haircut in the garage story because you thought you were going to get to meet the rock <laughs> yeah. went far no okay didn't. bro you have no idea how far that story went Like legit how far that story went. What are you talking about? So here, I'm going to hand you my phone right now, Mocha. Uh I want you to turn it around and I want you to hit play. Okay. Okay. Hold on, guys. Just hit
8: play. Just hit play. Yo, Mocha, it's your buddy here, (laughs) DJ, also known as Dwayne Johnson, also known (laughs) as The Rock. No. uh, Also known as La Roca in Spanish sexiest man alive. Oh, my God. I got a lot of nicknames. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Happy birthday, man. I wanted to send you some birthday love your way and um, tell you happy birthday. I hope you had a great birthday. Dude, I heard that you thought I was actually going to come up and surprise you, uh, which I really appreciate that, man. It really warmed my heart. Uh, Sangeeta had told me that. She shared that news with me. Oh, my God. And uh, I loved hearing that, man. But I'm so sorry that you were so disappointed. I heard you went out and you did all this you bought all this new stuff, you shaved your face, you shaved your, <laughs> your <laughs> you shaved everything. Hey, hey man. What's that? Oh, oh, he didn't shave his <laughs> Oh, got it, sorry. I, yes. I thought you said, Never mind. Uh <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Um, and thank you for being a fan uh, all these years. Um, it's meant a lot to me, and it continues to mean a lot to me, and I really, really appreciate it. I hope you had a great birthday, brother, and I'll see you down the road, bye.
1: Incredible. Wow! A video <laughs> message from The Rock! <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Hey, okay, give my Oh phone my
4: down.
6: god, yo, go text back. that to me, dog.
4: Okay, wow! I will, I will, wow! I will. That way, is incredible! Way, this way, this way, this way, this way. Holy. How did you guys manage okay, to pull that bro, off?
6: so this guy, Sangeeta on the phone? Okay, gets, go oh to go to, go to go to, go to, go to Sangeeta. Hey, Sangita. Hey. hey! Mocha is literally losing his mind right oh now. My he just god. watched the video. Sangita Canada! Of what the hell? Of the Rock, oh. so okay. So this was yeah. something that had been in the works for a while, okay? okay. But as with everything else in the world, supply chain issues, everything else, it didn't arrive in time. Um, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. So, but it was your story of the haircut that I'm telling you. It was your story of getting a haircut in your garage because you thought you were going to get to meet the Rock. That's what Sangita then DM directly to Dwayne Johnson.
4: You told me that I got a haircut in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> Sangita, what? <laughs> Why could you tell him? Like, you've met Mocha, you've talked to him multiple times. You Mocha,
6: see his tweets, Mocha, You see his messages. No, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Let
9: me just break this down. Happy belated birthday, Mocha. Thank I gotta you. tell you, <laughs> Ross contacted me while that whole week we're all having anxiety about his. uh you know, the fact that he was going to tell us something really special on Tuesday, and he was thinking about you, and he wanted to do something special for your birthday, and of course, he wanted me to connect with Dwayne, and we tried to make it happen. It came after, first of all, Ross, I just want to say how proud of you I am because of your memoir and how vulnerable you're going to be. A little broken is out September 27th. Yeah! Uh, And so, (laughs) we tried to make it happen for you, but then he sent me that flip of you talking about getting your hair done and I sent that directly to Dwayne and (laughs) Dwayne <laughs>
6: no! The rock heard it? Yes. He heard the oh, whole thing. Oh, oh, he heard he heard the whole <laughs> oh, he heard no. the whole. He must thing. think that I'm like the biggest
9: Jabroni ever okay. now. No, okay. he, he he thinks you're amazing and then we had we okay. texted back and forth and we told I told him how amazing you are and you're such a beautiful soul and amazing dad.
6: So, so, so Sangita, Sangita sent him the video of you talking about the garage haircut oh. and Dwayne's response to Sangita because I'm looking at Their conversation right now was "Ha ha, this is amazing. I'll send you a vid, okay?" (laughs) So, uh, and 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 Uh, saying you know because we love surprises, right? Yeah. Um. This is what here.
9: Yeah. So that was the first part of it. This is there's a second part to your gift.
6: So that video message from The Rock. Is the sort of one that's going to make your day. This is the audio um, recording that Dwayne the Rock Johnson sent to Sangita after he had sent the video. Okay, so this the the birthday video is the one that you're going to remember. Yeah. Today,
8: this is the one that you're going to remember forever. Okay. Okay. So here it is. And let me know um, how he responds. And oh, tell him that we talked. And the thing I forgot to mention in my video, besides him shaving his, <laughs> is. <laughs> Tell him I uh, said to say hello to his son, Cruz. I think that's important. I think he <gasps> might like that. Okay. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Bye.
1: Oh, <laughs> come on, guys. Are we glad oh. you're making me cry again? Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. That means
4: a lot, guys. Thanks.
1: Oh,
4: oh my heart. God, uh, you, know, you... you guys. You... <laughs> Ah, oh, you know how to get me right here, gang.
6: Okay, Yay. so so Mocha, we love you. Yeah, love we you love you. Yeah. So Rock loves you. We would do anything for you. Thanks. And we just wanted you to have the best birthday ever. Man. All of yes. this came a week later, but I hope it still means.
9: Oh just my gosh. God! Are you
4: guys kidding me? We but love I you. I love Only you guys. Only for too. you, Mocha.
9: Only for you. We just, we just think you're amazing. Okay, and Roz is so glad yeah. we made this happen. Yeah. Okay,
4: but here's the thing, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want, like, now the history of our friendship with The Rock for yeah. me to be known as the guy that got a haircut in the garage because I thought I was going to meet him. Like, I don't want that to be the thing that The Rock
6: remembers me for. Unfortunately, that. unf- unf- unfortunately that's not up to you to control.
1: <laughs> yeah.
6: uh, Sangita, thank you oh, so man. much uh, well, as well. Gentlemen. And uh, uh, and Mocha, so happy happy birthday. Okay. You. Love you
1: both. Thank happy you birthday. guys, Sangeeta. I love you. Thank you so All much right. for, uh, for exactly. helping make that happen. Okay.
2: Have
4: a good day. <laughs> you too. All right. Uh, you guys, thank you.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
9: Hello, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? It's Kirsten. What's up, I Kirsten? I talked to you guys a couple weeks ago. Uh, I have not read a book since, oh, God. I don't even know. But Roz, your book, I am so excited for! Oh, oh nice
4: the Roz Weston uh, memoir. a yeah, little bit broken. Yeah, September yeah, twenty that,
9: seventh. Point of me calling, like uh-huh. I just I I have never been more excited to read something. Like I, I can't even tell you since when. So uh,
4: did you see the the video that Roz posted over the weekend on uh, yeah. on Instagram? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that video brought like I was already in tears the day that you announced that yeah. you were releasing I a was memoir. I
9: was quitting the show.
4: No. Uh, a lot of people were, yeah. um, but when I watched the video, because on that day, you had asked people, fans of this show, hey, if you're listening right now, please start recording yourself, yeah. and then when you get a chance, send me the video, yeah. and you put together this beautiful montage of, it was your announcement of the memoir, and then all the fans, their reaction yeah. to the words that you were reading from the actual from yeah. the actual book and it oh my god, dude. If you haven't seen this, please go to go to Roz's Instagram, uh, at Roz Weston and and
6: watch it. It is like
4: just a reaction with just beautiful. It already
9: made me cry. Like
6: Yeah, it uh, believe me, I was crying while I was making it. Aw. I was just like, oh my God, people just are so you people are so about, beautiful. Like,
9: addiction and stuff too. Like yeah. it, it just it really hit me. Yeah. And, and I, I I've never been more excited to read something like, like I I can't tell you the last time I've been more excited, like, like to actually indulge myself in something like, yeah. Sorry. With, without
6: no no without giving without giving too much other stuff away about the book I will say this I have never once in my life said oh, you know what I want to do right now I want to sit down and get and read a book mm-hmm. right I've never once felt that way and, and so I wrote this in in a way that like ba- like this is very much this is like it's a book for people like me and like you mm-hmm. right the way that I've pieced everything together and laid everything out and the length of things and all this stuff it's literally it's a book for people who are not book people because I wrote it as somebody who's not really a book person right. right and so you'll get that like when you see it um you'll you'll understand you'll understand what I what I mean I made it very very easy to read like oh very easy to so read
1: excited.
6: yeah no no I'm uh, I'm pumped for you to read it I really so Pierce. Uh, you. you
4: you pre-ordered the book already Absolutely. Okay, yeah. perfect. If anyone else, if you have not yet done so, RosWeston.com, uh, A little bit broken is the name of the memoir. September twenty seventh. Go pre order that joint right now. Kristen,
9: we love you. I, I'm I'm so excited. Aww. I'm so excited. Thank for you, it. my love.
6: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got itch right in the middle of my back. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it. It's driving that. Stay right you. there,
4: Dan. More a little more.
6: About to no. run out of that room. Wrong.
4: I'm
3: so good at this.
6: No, oh, I can't get it. Damn it. How far He just called almost. me, Mocha. He said, damn no, it. No, I did not, Maury. I did not. Hold on. Oh, my thumb ain't long enough. I can't get it. I can almost get it. I wish my thumb was just a little bit longer. <laughs> she said. Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm itchy. I, uh, You know, I have back scratches all over my house. Uh-huh. You should keep one in your work bag. I used to.
4: Why can't you just lean up against that corner right there? And... L-
6: like a bear? <laughs>
4: yeah. Right? Cause
6: first of all, that's a padded corner. That's not going to help what me. What about the door? The door? What yeah. if Mocha holds his foot out and you rub it on that? Uh, it, like what do you mean? What? <laughs> like, like his Why toes? Do I Why don't just like walk that? around and just scratch the back? No, that's weird. That's that's, that's too much of an ask. Ah, oh, now I I got close. You know when you get close to it uh, and you almost you almost on. get it and oh, then
4: here scissors. What do you got?
6: Scissors. Yeah, you use the scissors? dangerous. Oh my god. Use your microphone. It's about to turn into a saw movie. <laughs> Ross, use your microphone. <laughs> scissors. Hold on. Let me get this up my back. Uh, hold on. Wait. 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 Should I open them? Huh? Or no? No, I would recommend not. Mm-mm. Oh, now I'm just scraping. Hold on. Oh, feels so good. Oh, my God. Um, can uh, I get that as an MCU? Shut up, Mori. <laughs> Jesus, I'm itchy. Give me one second. Turn him off. I can't deal. Who, Mori? Yeah. Okay, hold on.
4: You keep talking or you keep scratching.
6: Oh, okay. This is driving Mori crazy. Look at him. Wait. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Okay, oh hold my, on. Oh my God. Okay, Damon Mori. Oh my God. Oh, that feels so good. You okay, Mori? That feels so good.
3: Shh, I'm enjoying
6: this. I'm to stop myself. Is this, <laughs>
4: is this what you were asking for, Damon Mori? <laughs> oh, it feels so good. Oh
1: my God.
4: <laughs> yeah, you send that right here.
1: You send that you know, right, know, right here. Mori's
3: Mor- going to use this. That's my oh, Delete so, that yeah.
2: now. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. mark Mark's going to use his ring. Oh my ringtone, sure. my doorbell, every time. <laughs> My doorbell. <laughs> Uber Eats shows up and all you hear
4: is,
2: "Oh, I feel so good." The Ros and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We get
4: inundated with DMs from people listening to the podcast. By the way, the Ros and Mocha Show podcast available anywhere you get your podcast from. Mm-hmm. Just search for Ros and Mocha, hit subscribe. So when we drop a new episode, it will download to your device automatically. Um, So people listen to the podcast or certain segments of it at half speed. And uh, it sounds like the conversations are being had by two drunk people. (laughs) Sometimes three drunk people or all four of us on the show. And uh, Dallas Singh went, huge fan, by the way, of the Raza Mocha show. Big shout out to Dallas Singh. Went into the archives. Back to March of 2018, episode 23.
6: Oof, that's a long time ago.
4: When we were talking about Dan Mori, who attended the Pink concert. Right. She was in town. And Dan Mori recorded himself at the show, and he was already drunk.
6: What were you drinking that night? Do you remember? Gin and, always gin and tonic. Okay, right on.
4: And probably only one, right? Because we know it doesn't take you doesn't that take much.
6: Yeah. It does not take much to get you lit, right? Okay. Which is why I'm a great date. True. True.
4: For who? You're married. <laughs>
6: <laughs> were you married then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Who were you there with?
4: <laughs> My husband. <Okay>. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, listening to uh, the podcast at half speed, it sounds like. We're drunk. Okay. Playing audio of Drunk it, Maury at the Pink concert.
6: I got a text from <laughs> Maury last night at 11, way past his bedtime. Maury, I imagine you meant to write, Holy f- my life, I'm so drunk, right?
1: Yeah,
3: I, mean, I guess so. I don't, don't remember. R- but please. the
6: text that I got from Maury was, "Holiday, f- my wife. I'm so drunk."
1: Wow. Oh, my God. It's only from a chandelier. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh
3: my chicken fingers slipped down my
1: face. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this song. <laughs> So reckless. Okay. Okay. Wow.
6: So, if you find so uh, much going on uh, in that, that. oh my God! So loud. Did you say my chicken fingers slipped down my face? I believe so. Wow. My chicken fingers slipped down
3: my face. Okay, yeah. So that's that's exactly what he said.
4: Uh, Big shout out to Dallas Singh who found (laughs) that for us uh, in the podcast. If you find a moment in our podcast where, when you listen to it at a half speed, it sounds ridiculous because we sound hammered uh feel free to send it to us timestamp it and uh, make sure you include your name so we can give you a shout out much like dallas sing my
2: chicken fingers <sighs> slipped down my face the Ros and mocha show podcast podcast
4: hey how was your weekend it was good yo we got snow in our neighborhood no yesterday. you
6: didn't uh,
4: oh you know what I left my phone in the car, No. so I can't even show you the picture. No, I took a picture of the backyard. Come yeah, there was snow on.
6: outside. Really?
4: Just, that's what happens. You live north of the city. Like how much snow? Um, enough to cover everything. Really? But once the sun came out, it started to melt. By the afternoon, it was all gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
7: God, that's crazy.
4: Um, uh, but yeah, we just uh, we just kicked it, man. We just hung out. How home. Uh, how, how was how was the hunt? oh man Easter Bunny showed up and put in work (laughs) yeah in our place yeah Yeah. Cruz had a ball
6: really yeah
4: he woke up he woke up sorry he came into our room at 20 after six yesterday morning so I don't know what time he woke up at but I know what time he woke us up at (laughs) fair enough
6: Fair. Now, now, so, does he do like a pre-hunt before he wake, goes and wakes you guys up, like to just like make sure that, like, no, no so the, the
4: Easter Bunny left a basket right outside of his door, gotcha, and left little um, bunny footprints, uh huh, to That's guide him the way to where the first round of uh, of <sighs> eggs were. So he came it's into our room to way. say, "Hey, guess what? The Easter Bunny left."
6: There was an intruder. Yeah, can we go and see <laughs>
4: where all the eggs are? Yeah. So we we went around, and the Easter Bunny was very clever. Yeah, left them in all sorts of places. It's a
6: thing too. Um,
4: bought some extra, brought in some extra toys as well. Maybe yeah. took a hint from Santa. I don't know. Maybe now, they talk
6: now. Does the Easter Bunny uh, does he put them in spots to make sure that the dogs don't get them oh, while yeah. everybody's sleeping?
4: Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in yeah. a boot,
6: yeah. Uh, in the dryer, yeah. Fair enough. In fair the enough. oven, yeah. And everything, everything with a door, <laughs> <Totally>. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have dogs and cats. Totally. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. 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 I got it. I got it. In everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah but it was no, good. It wonderful. was good. It was
4: a nice. It was a nice weekend. How about you guys?
6: Yeah, good. I mean, I don't really eat any of that stuff anyway. Yeah. <sighs> you know what though? You know what the East Bunny did leave, and I swear I haven't had one of these in a long time, and they're still sort of mystifying to me. Which is Ferrero Rocher. Oh. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. You got Ferrero Rocher. I got
4: a pack of four here. Okay. Now Did you like them? Oh,
6: bro. So you know me, I don't like sweet. I, I don't like chocolate. Don't. <laughs> I don't like sweet. I don't like anything. How but random but is let me, this? okay. But let me tell you why I love Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is to me, when you look at the packaging in 2022 Mm -hmm. of Ferrero Rocher, yes, okay, it still comes in that cool little doily cup. It's got the gold wrapper around it with that tiny sticker. Does it not seem, with everything else where people have been cutting back and reducing and trying to cut costs, Uh that at some point Ferrero Rocher would have scaled the? luxuriousness of their individual packaging back and I just so appreciate that they haven't like Ferrero Rocher's are the most beautifully wrapped oh yeah candy that you will ever experience in your life. Lo- like, it's it's a wonderful experience yeah, to open up a Ferrero Rocher. You feel like you're living the life of
4: the mayor. You really do. Right? You feel
6: like the mayor. Right?
4: Like, you should be living in Buckingham Palace. Thank you. Sitting down, eating one of these.
6: Yes. Right. And I'm so impressed with them that they haven't buckled. Because I'm sure somebody suggested it in some meeting somewhere. Uh-huh. What if we got rid of the little doily bottom? Yeah, yeah, and we could yeah. just, we could print it on the gold part. Nobody would ever know. And then somebody said, no, this is our thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we are a brand of luxury. <laughs> right. Okay? Right, <laughs> yeah. Would Balenciaga. The queen,
4: would the queen thank you. eat anything other no. than gold wrapped?
6: No. They are delicious, though. Ferrero what do they taste like? Hey, Maury, help me out here. Ferrero Rocher. Does it sort of taste like Toblerone? Am I wrong on no, that? No, it does not. It does no not. No way. Not really? Huh? Uh. Uh-uh. What does it taste like? It kind of like...
3: tastes like a Nutella crunch.
6: Yeah. Ooh. Really? Huh. I know. Shem hates Nutella. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I don't like. Ferrero's That's what it is. Incredible. Yeah. I just hazelnut. learned that. It, I just learned that it was Nutella. Yeah. Not too long ago. Well, hazelnut. I yeah, was hazelnut, thought of. Yeah. So, there's a hazelnut in the middle i know right like, Which those are right expensive in the, right in the, they're very yeah. expensive so rich people eat yes y- easter bunny brought
4: this yes. would you like it I,
6: after, I would i need to do for see for me for, i can't just start scarfing for a rocher i have to do something to earn for a rocher so if i do something on the show today where i feel like i've oh. earned it right where i feel like i've earned it uh, then on, i'll, then I'll on, ask for, for a, for a rocher. Throw the show one yeah.
4: like Individually? <laughs> no. Or the full pack. No, just one. Like, I
6: will only eat one. No, really? no, no. Yeah, like, do you have you to know, do four you know
2: amazing things today? No, no I won't you know, to do Because Mocha,
6: believe me, we've been doing the show 13 years. I will not do four amazing <laughs> things today. <laughs> the
2: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: he's Raza Mocha hello hello uh Mori is here as well Shem is here as well
3: how's Passover more still going but it was awesome over the weekend yeah um went to my grandmother's for uh, for Passover dinner which yeah. was fantastic Billy cooked an amazing meal mm-hmm. and my grandmother gave me this letter that she found she's cleaning out everything she's giving everything away mm-hmm. and she found like this hidden I guess it was in a book or something and it was a letter that I wrote to wrote to my grandfather when he, I guess, passed, it was supposed to go in the casket and never did.
6: Who didn't put it in the casket?
3: I guess they forgot, So, but I have it now, which is kind of cool.
6: Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it like super personal, or do you want to read it, or?
3: I think I have it here. You mean you think? Pic- I took a picture of it and sent it around.
6: Oh, so obviously not So you that. have
3: it. Yes. So it says.
6: Well How old were you when you wrote this?
3: 1987. What's that sound? There's What's a weird buzzing, buzzing right noise now? coming from your room over there
6: going on man is that better yeah yeah okay did <laughs> don't, you don't.
4: literally slap the computer
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> <laughs> not only not only are shem and maureen working in a different room they're working in a different room in 1982 <laughs>
1: okay
6: hit the, hit the thing hit the machine uh okay so how old were you when you wrote this maureen 1987 so you were no it's <laughs> a, no no no, no. that's not the
3: question
6: okay uh you're 43 yeah right now yeah so morning you do math Go ahead. Never mind. You're eight. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: I hope you have a wonderful life up there, and I hope it will um, be a new life. I wish you didn't die. You're so nice to me. Um, get well soon. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Wait a second.
4: What? This Wait was, a second. Did, did your grandfather already pass? Yes. When you wrote this? Yes. Oh, Okay. okay.
6: So he so he had already died, and you said get well soon? Yes. That's a little insensitive, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: Um, can you say hi to God and give, <laughs> to, for him to give Maury lots of gifts?
1: Excuse- what? <laughs> it's
3: not Santa. <laughs> I hope that you can start from 100 and go up from
6: there. What's the holiday where God hides all the gifts? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. That's Sorry, May go two, ahead.
6: too, for Okay, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
3: Um, I hope you could start from 100 and go up from there. Um yeah uh, you are for sure an amazing grandfather xoxo love mooring. oh yeah. that's sweet that's nice. Yeah, That's I thought sweet. that was really now, I, I cuz I I don't remember that at all. So it was really a surprise. So,
6: so let me ask you, now that you're grown, right? Yeah. Uh, what's more sort of meaningful to have somebody not included that in your grandfather's casket when they buried him, right? Or to if if you had known that it was included? Because if it was included, you wouldn't have had it all these years later to oh, read. Oh, I'm not right? mad at all. You're not mad I think at all.
3: this is so cool. I'm going to put this like in a some sort of frame or something. Yeah. I think this is really neat that it so was So where,
4: where is it now
3: at all? Right now it's on the coffee table. Like it's in a piece of plastic Like it's protected Right Because uh-huh. it was like Folded up into like A little square So it's like fraying Where was it? folds was it?
6: Did you fold it up In one of those things Where you like Like the which way game Where you would like to do One, two, three, four, five, six, seven And oh, then you no. pick a color <laughs> And in it you didn't <laughs> you, remember you, that? you know? Yeah you can flip, you can flip yeah. up One of, the yeah, yeah, of
1: paper yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. read the
6: thing. Yeah So you didn't do that with No it, right? I did not I only say that Because you were young At the time right Yes No, uh, no Okay no, no, cool no. Okay. okay. But get well soon But yeah yeah Those get well soon cards For people who have passed Are hard to come by So yeah you have to write your own letter. <laughs>
2: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
4: and Mocha got you. Hi, Lindsay. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. You have a lot on your mind, huh? I do. What's going on, girl?
5: Uh, do all mother-in-laws cause so much drama, or is it just mine? <laughs>
4: oh, hold on. Okay. Let me sit down. Okay. We're going to need yeah.
6: time <laughs> okay. for you, this one. Lindsay, you wrote it, says, fixed my life. My toxic mother-in-law kicked myself her son and her two grandsons out of the house for her boyfriend in February 2020 and has been causing problems in my marriage and my life ever since. I love my husband. We are high school sweethearts, but I need a way to cope and move on. She needs boundaries. We talk a lot about this on this show. What
4: are the problems that you've encountered with your mother-in-law? And she basically kicked you guys out like one month before the pandemic hit. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so what are these problems?
5: I mean, like, she takes no acceptance at all. She basically tells me, like, I need to move on. Like, it's her son. It's her grandkids. Like, she has a right to still be seeing everything. Like, we need to move past. Like, she still thinks. Like, everything should just go back to normal.
6: But why, but why did she kick you guys out?
5: Uh, because her boyfriend needed a place. His lease was up. And her boyfriend, her new boyfriend of, like, a month, needed a place to park his sports car. And we had, like, a four-car driveway. Um and yeah, so she needed, he needed the house. So she was like, you guys need to go.
6: <laughs> and how long had you been living there?
5: We've been living there for probably like six years. So what had happened was we had a townhouse. Yeah. She had a bigger house. She was getting older. We were concerned. So we had joked and was like, we should switch houses. So we did. And oh. for like six, seven years, we were fine. Then she had some medical issues come up. So we took her in. She had a f- finished apartment in the basement. She stayed there. We had the main floor. And then when this gentleman of a month needed a place, she was like, you guys need to go. I want my house back. And like it was her boyfriend took priority. So was
4: she always like an overbearing mother-in-law, like from the beginning, even before the, the living situation happened?
5: Um, she wasn't really overbearing, um, but I mean, she definitely put her input in. The only thing is that she's very inconsistent with like men in her life. Mm. And my husband and I are a little bit more protective. Actually, before she had what sort of we think started it was we had mentioned to her that this new gentleman couldn't come to our son's first communion because it's kind of like an intimate gathering. And then that basically set it off. And her and I got into a very heated argument which my oldest son basically heard, and ever since then, she said things that were, like, way below the belt, like things you just can't take back, not just, like, oh, I'm upset, like, you know, you're mean or whatever. Like, it was uncalled for things, like gloves off, and I just haven't been able to move past it.
6: Oftentimes when, when parents do this or mothers do this, they're, they uh, you will run into some of the greatest emotional manipulators that you'll ever meet will be family and oftentimes your own parents. Okay. Okay. That is, this is the thing. Uh, The issue with you could be a number of different things. One, um, she could be jealous of you.
5: So she has said that from day one, my husband and I met when we were 14 and 15 and we've been together ever since. And she's been married three times. Yeah. And she was like, I hate that you guys have this like relationship and like,
6: and you have her boy.
5: Yeah. That's what you, I you,
6: you have her, think you have it her is. boy.
4: I think that this all stems from her feeling like no one is good enough for her son and that she is the only one that knows what's right for him and the only one that could ever take care of him.
6: You you hear this a lot and I I've, I've known people that have been in this situation too. And it's wonderful when you find your, you know, your person when you're young. But there's also mm-hmm. there's a problem with that too and that is sometimes there's parents involved or people involved where when they saw you meet and fall in love when you were 14, even though you're grown and you're a mother yeah. on, of your own right now, they still see you as them. Yeah. That your children. And that happens quite frequently with relationships where you guys met in high school or even junior high, those kinds of ages. Uh, And that's a hard thing to get over. I will say this. What in the hell is your husband doing in all of this?
5: He tries to explain, like, you know, the things that you've said, like you hit below the belt, like, you know, and she just says, Oh, well, she shouldn't like eavesdrop on my conversations or, you know, like I'm your mother. Like, he's like, you have to understand that's my wife. And those are my children. Like we're doing the best and we parent different the way that you do. Cause she's very like high and mighty on this, like, I'm the mother, I'm the grandmother, you should, like, bow down to me, like, respect me. Um, But he's really good. I just, I hate putting him in the middle. Like, Mm -hmm. I get it's his mom, but then at the same time, I'm kind of like, I have a very select few people that I let in, Mm -hmm. and once, like, my trust is broke, like, Mm -hmm. you're done.
6: He needs to put himself in the middle, first of all. Yeah. Um, And you should not feel bad about that. And... Uh, I think that when it comes to boundaries in the relationship, uh, if you want to have this conversation or he wants to be a part of it, whatever, I think that you need to sit down and you need to initiate the rebuilding of whatever this relationship is. And I don't mean rebuilding it into what it was. I mean, rebuilding it into something new. Mm -hmm. And I think that you need to say this right now is the relationship. Okay, Uh, you are still the grandmother. We're not going to pull the kids out of your life. You're still going to get to see it. But here's what's not going to happen anymore. And I think that you need to, I think that you need to rebuild this relationship into what you can tolerate, not what she can tolerate or what she's going to be comfortable with. And this is not a bargaining thing. This is not compromise because when you compromise, most times everybody winds up miserable.
5: Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome.
4: Love you lots. All the best. Wait,
5: aren't you going to ask me? Oh, okay. Lindsay,
4: between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite?
5: It's Mocha because your birthday is a day after mine, and I love your laugh. Happy belated birthday. I
6: support your mother in law in everything that she does.
5: (laughs) I've changed my mind about everything. I'm definitely going to pre-order your book, though. We're super. We're super oh, excited.
6: That changes everything, man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Roz, what's the not
6: call, y'all. I love
2: Thanks. you guys. Thank you so love much. I love
6: you too. Take
4: care. Bye bye.
2: Bras and mochas fix my life. On Kiss.
4: How are we all?
6: Good. I got too much keg in me, man. Keg? Yeah, we went to the keg last night. Ooh,
4: what was on the menu?
6: Oh, tell me everything. Steak. Steak. Fries? I, well, Yeah. No. Fries. fries extra fries. Uh huh so I had steak fries extra fries did and and then the. We uh, had the uh,
4: did you add the grilled shrimp
6: uh the baked shrimp the garlic shrimp mm-hmm. that's my that's my jam right there and then we also got the uh the like the deep fried cauliflower with like a teriyaki sauce on mm-hmm. it and stuff like this billy minor pie uh we had two loaves of the bread rox and i killed those even before we started eating food wow right
4: can't fill up on the
6: bread, though. That's and a then, risky mistake. I know. Uh, so then I was, like, telling Rocks, I'm like, listen, you can't fill up on that bread. Like, if you don't eat your chicken, you know, what? what's gonna happen <laughs> nothing and then meanwhile i was like sitting there sweating already i'm like <laughs> yeah. there's no way i'm gonna be able to eat my steak there's no way uh so we did that and then i just was sweating all night uh-huh. sweating all night and then we always leave whenever we go to the keg we always leave with a full billy right
4: yeah of course that's
6: what we do we ordered the whole cake to go Oh, the,
4: the whole thing
6: the whole thing <sighs> no yes we do okay and then i but then
4: you gotta like book it to get home before yeah. that joint melts.
6: Yeah, and then and then I get little tiny containers and bags, and I cut the whole billy up, uh-huh. and then the whole billy goes in the fridge, and then the girls just sort of take the next couple of weeks to go through the whole billy.
4: Wait, but when you guys got home last night, yeah. not even one slice,
6: or uh, just everyone was just so. Full? Oh no, no, yeah, they did. I don't eat it, right? Yeah, yeah, so I don't eat the billy minor pie. Somebody, but, uh, on, but they do. Um, and then they, and then yeah, it's, it's so now I have a fridge full of Billy Minor Pie.
4: Somebody on Instagram, I think two weekends ago, yeah, they uh, DM'd me and it was a, a picture of the Billy Minor Pie. Yeah. And they were
6: like, yo, man, what the keg? <laughs> Bro. I
4: was like, yeah, you have to. Bro,
6: it's like, oh my God, so much food. So I'm uh-huh. sweating. So if I look like puffy and stuff like that today, uh-huh. it's I'm full what kind of of, you get? I'm full of keg. What did I get last night? I think it's like the 12 ounce New York or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was fine. It was uh-huh. good. Yeah. Yeah, fries. I always get extra fries. I feel they don't give you enough fries. Really? So yeah, no, no, not enough for me anyway. Right? Oh, okay. Like I like an abundance. I like, but then I like fries, a, I like, I like extra fries,
4: and rice.
6: I didn't have rice. Oh, no, you didn't no, have no, the rice? No, no, okay, no. Okay. Catherine, I think had the rice or something like that. Pff, please, I'm not eating rice at a restaurant. Okay, two <laughs> loaves of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. If there's if there's if there's an option of rice and fries and and I'm like paying, I've never once picked rice. No, have but you? you? Order-
4: Yes, but you ordered fries. I would understand if you said, like, you know what? I'm going to get the rice, but I also feel like fries. So you're going to have fries on the side. Yeah. No, but you ordered
6: fries. Yes. And? And fries on the side. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's how a champion orders dinner.
4: (laughs) Plus two (laughs) loaves of bread. Right?
2: (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Podcast. He's Roz on Mocha. Hello.
6: (laughs) I have to play you this Woman on TikTok who did her nine rules for her funeral. She's still alive. What? Uh, her name is, uh, she goes by uh, I am Gist. Is that what it is? J I S T? I am Gist. I can never read handles. I wish people would just write their name. J Mist. J Mist. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and so. Because I know we talk a lot about funerals on this show. And we had said recently that I know for damn it, Maury's funeral, if damn it, Maury, God forbid, ever passed, uh, that it would be up well, to we me. we all do eventually. It would be up to me to provide Maury with the one thing I know he wants more than anything else at his funeral, which I don't think anybody in his family would provide him, which is Maury, I know, wants a red carpet mm-hmm. and cameras and people will, will do interviews as they make their way in. Holy. Like, that's what he wants. He wants um, a red carpet at his funeral. Because we
4: talked about this, I think, remember last week or two weeks ago, there was an old lady... Who was yes. on TikTok giving what the rules were for hers?
6: Yeah. So and she was
4: like, Don't cry because don't make a fool out of yourself. And thank don't you. whatever you don't invite. I think mean, it was Bertha. Or yeah, like that. yeah. She got yeah, she
6: got a problem with somebody. Uh so here's another woman, uh Jay Mist, who uh laid out the nine rules for her funeral.
7: Rules at my funeral. Number one, you must show a picture of us in order to enter. It can be an old picture, a recent picture, but don't come to my funeral acting like you knew me for real. I don't do the fakes in life or death. Number two, I need a light glam. I need a little bit of foundation, lip gloss, maybe some mascara. But even though I am in the casket, I do not need to be casket ready. Thank you. Number three, no hovering over me casket. I understand you grieving, but get your ass back. Number four, bring gum for viewing me body. I know I can't smell no more, but that grieving breath is not no hoe. you going to respect me <laughs> in death, and you're going to respect my guests number five all speeches under five minutes and cap will be called out don't get on the microphone trying to preach a whole 30 minute sermon and if you get on there trying to cap and lie acting like we got all these memories together you going down memory lane and stuff i will have somebody there to call you out (laughs) number six no black attire is allowed this is not doomsday death dungeon light in the mood wear some color Number seven, only soul food will be served for the repast. No finger food. I'm talking about fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, greens, and more. Number eight, an alcohol bar is required. (laughs) Two drink minimum. Get loose. (laughs) If you're looking for less than two drinks, you might as well go home. Number nine, crying is allowed for 20 minutes. Then you will be asked to step out and get it together. Because I don't need all that sadness in the atmosphere. I know you love me. I probably loved you too. But I'm gone, baby. <laughs>
6: I think wow. we should all do this. I think that this is legitimately. She has got it all together. That, that is the perfect do. plan. I think that the everybody should perfect do plan. this. I think your family should know these things. I really, as funny as this is, and as wild as this woman is, uh, I think that this is something that people should do. I think that everybody in your life should know that these <sighs> these these things that you would like at your funeral. Uh, but I like a lot of her rules. Yeah, I really do. Crying twenty minutes. huh. That's it. Yeah. And other than that, outside, she's get got it together. People. She
4: got people on the inside to. To keep every yep. everything uh, in order, everything in place, timing yep. the 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 speeches, yep. timing
6: your
3: crying.
6: Yeah, I um, I'd argue the finger on your foods. Breath. You argue the finger foods more because
3: I don't want like I don't think there should be grease. What if you're a pallbearer and it slips? Bro, you walk around <laughs> your greasy. entire
4: life. Your hands are always greasy. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but I you think I'm putting fried chicken on my fingers when I'm about to lift a casket.
6: You put but you put fried chicken on your fingers before you're about to do anything with those hands.
3: I but you draw the line at a funeral. Yeah.
6: Always be lubed. That's Maurice's philosophy <laughs> in life, right? Uh now Sham, I think that when it comes to having a person at the funeral that you would task to keeping people in line and making sure, one, people don't go on and on too long, and two, mm-hmm. people don't lie about the relationship you have. Mm-hmm. Is that a job you would like to have or not like to have at somebody's funeral? I love the job. The only job that I don't want is to be the person who tells people that that grieving breath is a hoe and make right. pictures just yeah. go. <laughs> Yo,
7: <was> straight facts. <laughs> but I'm gone, baby. Uh,
4: the Roz
2: and Mocha Show Podcast.
7: Podcast.
4: Ryan Bialik, uh directed her first movie. This is her first one, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
4: first time directing, yeah. Uh, As They Made Us, which is available on demand right now. And the great Dustin Hoffman is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Candace Bergen is in the movie.
6: Yeah, they're the parents.
4: Um, her co-star from Big Bang, uh, Simon Helberg, yep. is in the movie. Mm-hmm.
6: Pretty it's incredible. Good. It's, it's a heavy family drama, right, Moore? It, it, like, it was the it's... first
3: time I ever saw Candace Bergen swear.
6: Really? Oh what? yeah, I guess so. I, I guess. Ne- that that was like whoa. Yeah, it's a it's it's an unusual movie because you just don't see a lot of these anymore. Sort of like a, like an adult family drama about two growing up in a household with really like two emotionally manipulative and I would get like abusive parents oh, over, really? over their kids which continues wow. on into adult life and then estrangement happens and all this stuff but Dustin Hoffman is like, like this isn't Dustin Hoffman from Meet the Fockers, right? Sure. This is the other Dustin Hoffman like mm-hmm. the other side that you know that Dustin Hoffman can do and Mayim Bialik got such a performance out of him, like it's really really great, really great
4: uh, Also the host of Jeopardy, we'll get to that in yep. a second but uh, uh, Mayim Bialik Talked to Dammit Maury. And I know you were really excited to chat with her, right? Huge
3: fan. Loved yeah. her even back at Blossom times. <laughs> yeah, we did. Now, okay, first time directing, an amazing movie. How many times did you practice yelling action in front of the mirror before going on set? Because I, I I don't know how you yell action. So I thought that we could, you could critique my yelling of action and I could get yours.
9: So I actually didn't practice. And it wasn't until the first day that I realized, oh, my gosh, I, everybody's waiting. I have to yell action. I was like, how do I do it? i should have practiced okay but i'd like to hear yours okay action no that's too flowery See,
3: because <laughs> I, I would argue that you need the huh it, the no beginning.
9: no 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 okay let's hear another one
3: okay action like it's a, no, like no, a slight ro- movie
9: because <laughs> there's a slight roll up on the huh? action. No, no, action. No, you're thinking way too much about the wrong parts of this <laughs> <what he> <laughs> Them. Some some, some, act, some directors, I think it's an old-timey thing, would just say, act, but that seemed very pretentious for a first-time director to say that. How did you do it? <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> sometimes it sounded like a question and that's not good. Cut is more fun. Cause I would say, and that's a cut. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll give you one more. What is with you and the H? There's no H, my friend. Thank you.
3: I've seen behind-the-scenes footage, and there's always an H in the front of action.
9: I'll try that next time and see how that goes over. Action! This is uh, Maya
4: Bialik. uh, The new movie that she directed is called As They Made Us, On Demand right now. Have they announced yet, or...? When are they announcing who the permanent host of Jeopardy is going to be? I think she be? is the permanent
6: host she? They're, they're going not a sort of season she's.
3: by season. They've not made any official oh, announcements. Because,
4: God, like, she's been, disaster. I guess, the quote-unquote guest host, but everybody loves that she's...
3: Yeah. It flips between right? her and Ken Jennings.
4: Yeah, but everyone yeah. loves Mayim Bialik. And oh, it's, yes. like, a no-brainer that she should be... The permanent host right
8: right and
3: there's no way we could have her on our show and that not come up jeopardy fans are loving you as host could we see you as permanent host
9: i would like that but it's not my decision to make that call so i basically live season to season and i know where i am kind of through the end of this jeopardy season and then i wait for grown-ups to tell me what happens next
6: wow that's like that's no life to live especially go especially with Jeopardy which Jeopardy is the one thing Jeopardy has is one integrity but two legacy and to me it seems weird that they're not trying to and I know it was a whole giant disaster oh with everything my that went God, down God right um, but why not try and, and just say we are establishing what we what we know we are which is legacy and mm-hmm. just say Mindy Bialik is going to be the permanent host And
4: also like we're just used to seeing her as the host it's Great
6: Now, to switch
4: it up again, I think you're doing a big disservice to the fans of that show. And I know somebody like you, David Mori, who watches the show religiously every single night.
3: I only look forward to when she's on. No offense to Ken Jennings, but I don't like him as host.
4: Um, And explain to me now what this controversy is with her attire every night. She
3: she had a thing. Well, she I guess she wore the this brown sweater blazer for a second time, and that's what people focused on because on she wore the, the same
8: thing time? twice. Yeah, oh, like two days are, in a row.
3: Yeah, people not awful. two days in a row. They wore they, she wore it once couple of days went by and then she wore it again. Yeah. But no. people were like, what are you doing? You wore that already. People are awful. What? They paid that close awful. attention? Really? If you Google you, there's a thing now called wardrobe controversy <laughs> where everybody's going bonkers about your beautiful blazer. Yes. Like, first of all, I think it, maybe it's a compliment that people are watching what you wear. People where, are very concerned. Where's the blazer? And are you going to wear it again just to piss these people off? And do you care about what they think?
9: Um, well, I mean, I, I care too much about what people think. It's like why I go to therapy all the time um no we we have a a wonderful stylist um Stephen and you know we Stephen and I are budget conscious you know as we should be Mm -hmm. and you know Alex wore something different every episode you just didn't think about it that much because it was like a gray suit a blue suit a gray suit you know a brown like whatever it was with women it's there's a lot more attention Mm -hmm. to it and Stephen and I you know, we, we want me to have a little bit of flair that's mine, but not too much. Um, but yeah, chances are you, you've you seen, you know, to all the viewers out there, you've seen me wear more than that blazer more than once. I think I've worn everything at least three or four times we just mix it up sometimes, and yeah, if it's a bright color, you're going to notice Yo, it man,
4: more. leave mine <laughs> beowed alone. Right? She's great. Uh, she directed her first movie, As They Made Us, starring Dustin Hoffman and Candice Bergen, and it is available on demand right now.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: podcast.
6: Uh, Jaden Smith is getting ripped for an interview that he did four years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. So he was talking about what it was like growing up in the Smith household and... Uh, always hanging out with adults and not kids his own age. And then he gets into why he didn't like hanging out with kids his own age. And it's that explanation that people are destroying him for. So here's a clip of Jaden Smith from uh, four years ago.
10: I am very happy that I spent my childhood with more adults than I did with kids my own age. Because I was picking up more things from adults than I were from kids my own age. I go around sometimes and I hang out with other people that are my age and they're just... Oh, my God. Like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? Can we talk about what's going on with the environment? Can we talk about other things? No. No.
6: Right? Absolutely not. <laughs> you boring so, ass kid. <laughs> so this is what he's getting. This is what he's getting ripped for, right? And there's, of course. there's so many memes out there now. And then he actually re- responded to it yesterday, which was a picture of himself. And it was like, me to girl, or whatever. Uh, Don't you want to talk about the economic and political state of the world? And then it was like, girl, no. And he's like, me, okay. <laughs> um, but, 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 but people are like, people are like creating memes that have like little tiny children with like backpacks on. Oh, be, no. Being like, on my way to talk about the economic <laughs> and political state of the world right now. Um, so yeah, pretentious. No. But there's another part of the interview, too, that is just as concerning. And that is he makes reference to the when he realized the cultural importance that his family has and specifically his family's place in the world of hip-hop. Obviously, Will Smith, right? Um, Legend turned that one track into an empire. You would say that his father alone Cemented that family's legacy in the world of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So here's what Jaden Smith had to say:
10: You know they're just a staple in the world, and they made people feel a type of way that no yeah. one has ever made them anyone feel. So I just didn't understand and just how deep rooted they are in hip hop as well. Yeah, you oh know? my gosh, man! I'm, I'm looking at this picture right here of Tupac on the on the shirt right there, and oh. Tupac asked to marry my mom. Yeah, and oh,
1: no. she. <laughs> no.
10: We're Pac, like we're best friends. Right. Like, like, oh, well, does he marry your best friend? But I'm mm. glad they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, yeah, He's yeah like so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, you know, but um, so just seeing how deep rooted everybody is in my family, in hip hop, and in the culture, you know, that puts even more yeah. pressure on
6: it. Let me talk about my family's deep rooted <laughs> part of hip hop. Don't and, bring up and, the X, and, man. And, and leave out my father. Yeah. Right. But let me let me for sure bring up the fact that Tupac asked my mom to marry him.
4: Yeah, my mom's one true love.
6: Bro.
8: <laughs> Bro.
4: No, Jaden <laughs> Smith.
6: How are you going to do your dad right? dirty like that? <laughs> right? This is, it, you got to be kidding me Come with this. Come on, man. Shem, you were holding your face real hard just then. Man, Will (laughs) I don't even know what to say All I can see is that meme of Will Smith Sitting at the red table talk With his face kind of like Yes. He's like, we gotta go through this again Right? Right? (laughs) Let me talk about my family Tupac asked my mom to marry him At this point, I'd rather talk about The political and economic state of the world
2: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Podcast So Coachella over the weekend lot of stuff going on at coachella jays uh what do you want to hear you want to hear um i heard oh. carly ray dropped a new yeah, song let's okay let's start there let's go uh with uh this is called uh western wind carly ray's uh brand new track
1: Coming in.
4: Sounds like wilson phillips huh a little bit little 80s vibe to it yeah man i love everything carly ray releases so i'm a fan of this
6: yeah i like it a lot did you have a long set
1: Coachella?
6: I don't know. No, I don't
4: think it was It would have given her like a 90-minute type thing, No,
6: right? no, because I know that Billie Eilish's set was... Billie Eilish, like, well, first of all, she was the youngest person ever headline Coachella, but Billie mm. Eilish did 25 songs. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: Good for her. That's a long Harley Regents did, did seven songs. Seven
6: songs? Thanks, Mark. Okay. Um, yeah, and because uh, what winds up happening at Coachella is that people just bring out all sorts of guest stars sure. and everything else. And uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is that, uh, is that Billie Eilish clip in there? It is. It is. Uh, so Billy Eilish brought out uh, David Alburn, who is from uh, Blur, uh, Blur and uh, Gorillaz. You know that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he, who did he? Who was he just trashing recently? He just said something. That he just made like a, he stepped in it not that long ago, where he was trashing some sort of like pop star about whether or not they write their own music and then everybody went in on him and then he had to apologize for it. I'm trying to remember who that was. Because oh, it wasn't bro? it wasn't Billy Eilish, was it? Well, him. well, no, but I thought that maybe this was oh, like, like a, reconcile? yeah, to like reconcile kind of thing, because he, he went off, it was in like the, the LA times or something like that, where he, he went off on somebody accusing them of either using too many writers or not uh, writing their own stuff or whatever it was. I'm not sure who, uh, but, uh, but this is uh, uh Billy Eilish with uh, David Taylor Alburn. Taylor Swift. Oh, right. It was Taylor. Oh, that's right. Yes. Of yes. 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 Right. remember this song
4: bro this song was oh man yeah i yeah, do remember do. huge back in the
6: day so i guess this is one of billy eilish's like favorite songs growing up right yeah of
4: course this would have been like 2005 maybe maybe 04, yeah. 04,
6: yeah, i think yeah and then billy comes in <laughs> Everything sounds so good at Coachella, and Like, the yeah. quality of... So clear. Oh, is, is that what that is? Is from the live stream?
4: And that's got to be a trip for someone like Billie Eilish, where you grew up listening to that song, and it's your favorite song, and you know the words to it, and then to share a stage like Coachella with that artist from that group to sing your you know one of your favorite songs and that together. happened
6: and that happened again too um so go uh, go this clip it's uh coachella harry one this is when harry styles during his set um brought out shania twain
8: this is crazy now i have to tell you in the car with my mother as a child <laughs> this lady taught me to sing She also told me that men are trash, (laughs) (laughs) but to you, for the memories you gave me with my mother, I will be forever grateful. I'm so grateful you're here with us tonight. This is very special for me. Thank you so much.
0: I am so honored and thrilled to be here. Thank you, Harry. I'm kind of lost for words. I'm a bit starstruck. What can I say?
6: <laughs> wow. Looks like we made it. Yeah.
1: right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, man. Look how
1: far we've come, my baby. Might have took a long way. We knew we'd get there someday.
4: Like, this is a big moment of music. How is that yeah. crowd
3: not going not losing it? I yeah. don't know.
4: Is it because uh, it... it
3: well, is the crowd's not, going like, crazy, is but it, you can't, because of the YouTube stream, you, you just can't, can't really... Tell. You, oh. can, you can really
6: hear it when they do uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman.
3: Like, is it
4: because that they're just... A little younger. Maybe, maybe.
6: Yeah, I would say that should be there's something to do with maybe it. Maybe if their
4: moms and aunts were there, they'd be yes. losing it. Yes. In the mom jeans?
6: Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. But uh but play this one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: It sounds great. Yeah, it sounds really good. It sounds great. So Coachella did not disappoint (laughs) at all this
2: weekend. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: Um, I didn't think throwing a birthday party for an employee, like in a company environment, was still a thing, right?
6: Mm, No. I don't know if I've ever worked in Like an actual party party?
4: Yeah, like a lunchtime party, right? Where you get... Catered I'm, food, or you get a cake, or whatever—like something that you would see in the office, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. what they do. Um, but there's a story going around. This guy in Kentucky, uh, back in 2019, his birthday was coming up, and he's told his company—I guess his company that he worked for—was um, known for this kind of behavior. Kind of behavior. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> for throwing parties for employees but he said to them hey listen my birthday's coming up yeah please don't whatever you do don't throw me a Nothing. party don't want i have I'm an anxiety good. disorder i will have a panic attack it's not good please do not Yeah. so the company still went ahead his birthday rolls around and they threw him this lunchtime party
6: right because you never know right like some people just say that guys i do not want like a big thing and then you're like he wants a big thing totally right and then they they go over and above yeah above and then beyond, they're right? shocked and like oh my god i didn't think you were gonna do
4: anything so they threw the party for him anyway. Yeah. He got super upset. He had a panic attack. Oh, no. He left the office and ended up having lunch in his car. <laughs> oh,
0: poor God. Jesus. And then
4: the higher ups who worked there <laughs> yeah. were like, they confronted him and then he flipped out on them. Yeah. And then a couple days later, they fired him.
6: Because he didn't like his birthday party? Yeah. That, so, is, a, that is a terrible way to lose your job, man. He took them to court.
4: Yeah. Good it for went him. to trial. Good for him. And a jury just awarded him $450,000 for him 150,000 for lost wages yeah and then the rest of the other 300,000 for emotional distress yeah good for him isn't that crazy though
6: yeah yeah especially at work like you expect that kind of behavior of your friends sure right but you know when you go to work like sometimes you go like i don't want to celebrate them you know what i mean like if you work in an office like sometimes you just want to go in like they're your coworkers for the most part and a lot of times they're just they're not your friends although you're friendly because it makes the day go a little easier and you you won't want to kill yourself over lunch and all this stuff right um but but who
4: doesn't like you know like a nice breakup at lunch from the everyday ordinary yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I think that that's maybe the mentality that yeah. the other employees or the people that plan, the party planning committee... Right, because
6: right? it's about them, right? It, it is just like the office. It's not yes. about the individual whose birthday it is. It's about the people who no. are planning it. It's yeah. all... Angela it's, and it's, Phyllis. It's Angela. And Kelly got it's together. The, it's the party planning committee. <laughs> right? right?
4: Yeah, they're like, you know, it'd be great. Yes. Strippers. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael comes in and says, we yeah. gotta do this all big time for yeah, Kevin.
6: Exactly. Like, it really is. It really... A, a lot of. Of offices really are they do have that sort of element of where people want it to be less like work and they 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 need it to to be more homey and friendly and all this sure. stuff but every now and then you get the wrong you know there's just people that don't enjoy that yeah at all so and this
4: guy gets fired from the job after telling them hey i don't want a party because this is what's going to happen but were they like me.
6: did they like fire him because they were like you're so ungrateful we did all this no work. so according to the
4: company they said that this guy that they fired became unstable and that they were protecting Uh-oh. other well, employees you... in the event that he got violent.
6: Oh, come on. That's that's what their but before, defense was. But before the party that he didn't want, he was fine. Everybody had right. no problem working exactly. with this guy. And he said to them, right? yeah,
4: I exactly. know my birthday's coming up yeah. and I know you guys like to throw parties. Yeah. Please do not throw a party. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. They threw a party and that's exactly what happened. Anyways, they go to court, he gets awarded $450,000.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
0: I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months.
9: So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive.
0: She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at frequencypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts.
2: Find your frequency. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
0: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
2: Roz and Mocha
4: got you. Hey, Melissa, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha.
0: Hey, guys, I'm good. How are you?
4: Good. What's on your mind? Why are you reaching
6: out to us?
0: Yeah, I'm doing some home rentals and I'm worried I might be getting ripped off.
6: Ooh, so you were to this Raz and Mocha Fix My Life. I'm looking to do major rentals in my house and I don't even know where to start in terms of looking for someone reputable, reliable and who won't overcharge me. I was given two quotes for my Ensuite, one being 30 grand and the other being 60 grand they're both so different and i don't know why where do i start when it comes to looking for contractors
0: yeah i figured you guys are the best to ask because i know both of you have been through this Mocha
6: <laughs> just redid your. what did you redo the kitchen and stairs and stuff like that what did you yeah, redo? yeah we had yeah. we
4: had in this house we had the stairs done yeah. we had the kitchen done and same thing uh much like you melissa we had multiple quotes from different companies and the price difference is just some of them were like similar, yeah. but then there were a few that were astronomically different for the same amount of, of work.
6: Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and, it's tough. Like when I started doing, when I did the bulk of my renovations, the one thing that didn't exist that exists now, which would have made my life so much easier was Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is such a fantastic source because you, one, really get a sense of what the the work quality is that people have done. You can also get a sense of their their trustworthiness because oftentimes these contractors will, you know, tag the homeowners in them. And then the homeowners will comment on the pictures and maybe other people that they've worked with. And you can really get a sense, like even just from a couple of shots on Instagram, you know, how people feel about them. And it's not just some shadow account that's stealing pictures from other Right. Renovations that contractors mm-hmm. have done. Like, Instagram is a really, really incredible source for stuff like this. I
4: will tell you so, with our stairs, yeah. actually, and the kitchen, yeah. Jenna, she found these people off of Instagram yeah. because she looked at a lot of their previous work and, same thing, comments in there from uh, other clients of theirs. And then she would go and do research and look at like Google reviews and yep. home stars. And I know a lot of those, they, those are, are easily, uh, they can be easily fake, they can. but you yeah. really have to do, uh, do your research. Right.
6: And, and I would say when looking for a contractor, the one thing that you are well within your right and a great contractor will have no problem doing this, which is asked if you can, um, grab a, a couple of phone numbers from people that they've done jobs for mm-hmm. and, okay. ca- and and call them. OK, I've had people call me over jobs that people have done for me and some people I've recommended and some people I haven't. Um, but, yeah, you really have to you really have to watch out. And it used to be I, the, the, the thing that somebody told me years ago before Instagram was uh, don't ever hire a contractor unless their name is in the name of the company. Right. Meaning, like whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. because that way you at least know they're not getting sued and just switching the name of the company, folding that company, just you starting see another all one. All
4: the time. Which you see all the time. Yeah. That's good. That that that's good. But okay. that,
6: but that said, there are a lot of incredible companies that don't have like an individual uh, name, you know, in them, in especially in in this city. And I know some really incredible, you know, contractors. But it's difficult now because everybody wants big work, right? Yeah. Everybody wants yeah. big jobs. So if you want a full Gut job. It's actually easier, and will be. It, you'll, you're you're probably going to get the best deal there than if you just need somebody to come in and do a bathroom. Doing a bathroom is not a big job, right? But it takes yeah. you know it takes time off other jobs that the guys are doing, and it's probably going to take longer than it should, and it's probably going to cost you <clears throat> more than more than it should.
4: Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if uh, Melissa, if part of the reason why there's such a vast uh, difference in price is because they're trying to maybe one contractor or both. They're trying to compensate for um, not knowing the cost of material right now because the pricing is fluctuating like crazy mm-hmm. for stuff. So maybe they're trying to figure out, um, overestimate so then that way they could yeah. gauge how much something is going to cost by the time they're ready to uh to do the work. Is it just the ensuite? suite or are you doing like a massive like total home reno?
0: So it's right now it's just the ensuite. suite. Um yeah but we're we're gutting it completely and completely redesigning remodeling like changing where the plumbing is and everything right oh yeah so, so
4: that's but, right there material yeah. and 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 your labor but also yeah. depending on what you choose for you know like maybe a brand name of a sink or a mm-hmm. toilet or fixtures whatever like all of that all that stuff adds up
0: well their quote so we're just for labor Like, their quotes are just for labour and building material. That's not including the tile. That's not including the glass for the shower. It's not including the vanities.
4: And they they probably have to, if it's like a general contractor... Uh, chances are they're going to have to outsource to somebody that they know, yeah. like a great Tyler to come in. Yeah. Right. So they got to pay that yeah. person and you're paying for
6: them to get that person. Yeah. My rule with renos and, and it's, it's, it's a big job for a homeowner. Okay. But whenever yeah. I've done anything, um, I bring in the contractor. We have a good, honest conversation about what things are going to cost and I'm the one that buys the tile. Mm-hmm. I buy my toilet. I buy my vanity. I buy my grout. I buy all the materials and then I ask them when they need things scheduled for delivery um, because what winds up happening is contractors are going to do a markup on everything and so they also get a discount. So they're getting a discount, buying tile at a discounted price and then, and then pushing a markup onto you, the homeowner. So basically they're making somewhere between, it could be like 32, 35, 40% on something like tile or vanity so i yes. i eliminate that out of the equation and i go looking for my own stuff I, it takes a lot of time and it's a pain oh, yeah. in the ass but i buy like when when we did we just did a a reno a couple of years ago and i bought all my own windows yeah Right. Like I Mm -hmm. I went and I had the the contractors. I'm like, I need the specific dimensions. And I went and I ordered all the all my own windows, scheduled the delivery, who was going to do the install, all Mm -hmm. of this, all of this stuff, because you do save a lot of money that way. Hey, you know, you know who does awesome vanities for the bathroom? Who? Scott McGilvery. Oh. They're great, home hardware.
1: Home hardware.
6: Yeah, they're sexy looking. They're super reasonably priced. Yeah. And you put, you can put whatever hardware on them you want, and whatever faucet you on it you want, and you can take a very reasonably pl- priced uh, vanity and turn it into something that looks really dynamite. There you go, yeah.
4: Melissa. I hope that uh, helped you out a bit.
0: Thanks, guys. Yeah. You're spending
4: good. a lot of time on Instagram today, huh? Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nothing is getting done today. Yep.
4: All the best. Good
6: luck, girl.
5: All right. Take care, guys.
6: Roz
0: and mochas
5: fix
6: my life on KISS. I was about to watch a show. Yeah. A show called uh, Minx. A lot of wieners in that show. Good show. I love Great that show. show. You know, you know uh, I'm so into that show. We'll talk about the Raptors in a second. So Minx, uh, first of all, it's awesome. It takes place in like what? Like the 70, or 70s, 30, early 70s, 80s? Yeah. Something, something like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about a pornographer in uh, the Valley in California. And he... Puts out magazines, and then there's this woman who's a feminist and has big ideas of what it means to uh, be a woman and the patriarchy and uh, all of this stuff like very sort of modern leaning kind of feminist and she had these big dreams her whole life of putting together a magazine like a fight the power kind of magazine for women Uh, and then through whatever reasons that winds up the idea winds up being well you can still put your content in there but she needs somebody to publish the magazine and the only person who would publish the magazine was a pornographer so she decides okay let's get into business together so we will still do all those articles that are super empowering to women but only we're going to put nude men in it right what so it's like a play girl with like super uh, um feminist values to it right mm-hmm. not a bad idea uh so that's the show and nick from new girl is the main guy i don't know who the main woman is in the show i've never seen her before uh but the show is great but the show Did this show like just come out uh no it's it's the i don't even know yeah it's the first, uh, yeah, season. It's the first yeah. season oh okay but anyway the show is amazing but the show is like top to bottom wieners huh. okay like top to bottom wieners and I'm so into this show and enjoying every part of this show that last night when we were watching an episode, um, I was talking to Catherine as the show was playing and I felt that I had missed one of the wieners. So I rewound. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. So you yes, had to I rewind. did. I
1: rewound,
6: yeah, because I I felt that I was missing out on the show and the scene and the Are story. Are you secretly doing like a wiener
4: count of well, the show? It's
6: impossible to do a wiener count on the show.
4: Mm, don't say that, no, damn worry. It's
6: it's it's like there's montages of them. Like oh, it's just like I
4: guarantee you, as the show takes off. Somebody will have a meter no, no, count website no, for the no, show. No, no,
6: it's It's not even, it's people just, even just like flipping through mag, like it's just, it's impossible to, to yeah. do that. Somebody uh, I feel so, will be tasked so with So I am re-
4: Quickly typing away, idea for labor.
6: I rewound last night. Because I thought that I missed the wiener. And did and, you? Boy, yes, I did. How and, many? Oh, just one. Okay. And oh boy, was I happy I rewound. Why? Because it was like the spectacular sort of moment of the last like three episodes kind of thing. And had I missed that, yeah. which now I'm thankful that I didn't miss that, I really would have missed out you, on a lot of the do you show. you think it would have
4: changed the storyline for you? Probably uh, not.
6: Probably not, but it would have changed... Um, it, uh, I'm just. Are so you always I didn't feeling like
4: you needed more? Yes,
6: I'm happy I didn't miss it. I'm happy I didn't miss it. The but I'm very in our much house enjoying is if they're
3: real or not? Uh,
6: I don't. I think a lot of them are not for a sure. Chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way I think too a, big. No, pff, Maury. <laughs> okay. Wow, yeah. that's surprising coming from you. <laughs> yeah, no, Maury, like this come is on just now. like.
4: Uh, so you and Matthew. No, I
6: are, think I think oh, yeah, I think a few of yeah. them are. I think a few of them are like prosthetics. Um, but but I I think that that part of the show was that there was a sort of there's a big montage of like natural um you know wieners it's well, a good show sure. though right yeah, it's fantastic yeah fantastic fantastic yeah it's such a good it's such a good show the so, count again is that? i don't know man i don't oh. know i'm just saying last night you only needed the one though that's mm. all i'll say about it no which spoilers. episode is that no spoilers
4: oh they're in every episode yeah oh no but that one that you're talking about that you had to rewind oh
6: the, but was that
3: the one where statue
6: of david yeah yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
6: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yes, man. Is uh, is Shaq going to be right about these Raptors or what? Oh, shush. Because he was trying it all last night, too.
4: Shush,
6: shush, shush your so, filthy mouth. <laughs> Jeez, <what? sighs> Raptors uh, lost their third. Was it an OT, too? A yeah, crusher. it was. A like double OT. Double. Oh, my God. What a crusher. 104-101. Uh, because if you remember, Shaq had said on... Uh, before the playoffs started that he was calling, uh, uh, he used the S word, which was, of course, sweep, right? In
8: my opinion. <laughs> hey, that's it. Philly's going to have a battle with Toronto in that first. I, I agree oh, with you. No way. Yes. Have you have you seen the Raptors? Have Toronto's you seen... getting swept. Write it down. Oh, okay. oh, down. oh, oh. Toronto getting swept. Okay.
4: Toronto's getting swept. Write <laughs> it <laughs> down is what Shaq <laughs> said. And then everybody went in, especially <laughs> Raptor fans, right? Yeah. All Raptor
6: fans just went in. Yeah. What was Barkley saying about Toronto last so, night?
4: Uh, last night now, Kenny Smith. So now I feel like... Charles Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal are just trolling Toronto like crazy. Right. Because Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley, they were talking, they first started talking about uh, the Raptors and they started talking about Toronto as a city. And then Charles Barkley went
8: on. Would you say Toronto is one of the top five places to watch a basketball game? Listen, it's one of my, you know, it's my favorite city in the world. I think it's one of the top five. I I love me some Toronto. Let me tell you something about Toronto. (laughs) I'm guaranteeing that the Maple Leafs going to win a series this year. Oh the Maple Leafs oh. are going to win a series this year. Guaranteed. Okay,
4: so now you have Charles, <laughs> Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. They know what they're doing, right? Of course they do. Because they know that Raptor fans and Leaf fans are going to get fired up. Yeah, they're bonkers. Right? Yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. Of course they do. When exactly Charles Barkley makes exactly a, a comment like that, when Shaq made a comment like what?
6: He made. I also think that it's competition between um, between Barkley and Shaq because nobody likes to have bonkers Toronto sports fans filling up their timeline. And I think that they saw what was going on with Shaq and all the hate, and then they turned around and they were like, we're going to be pro-leafs right now and get all these people on our side. So everybody that's hating Shaq right now is going to join Team Us.
8: I'm gay! That the Maple Leafs gonna win a series oh, this year? Yeah. The, Maple the Maple Leafs are gonna win a series this year, guaranteed. Oh,
2: God. Yeah,
4: That's exactly what, what they're doing. shaking his head. That's That's right. what it's <laughs> man.
2: That hurts so deep. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
3: Mocha, what? Can you do me a massive favor? Right. Can you please go and check your Twitter?
4: Ah, uh, okay. Oh, hold on. Twitter. Twitter?
3: Yeah, who no, uses Twitter? Nobody. Just let Mocha check his okay, Twitter. Okay,
2: okay,
6: okay. I got a
3: bunch of tweets of some NFT stuff. Uh, what is uh, this? Check your check your mentions. Yeah, there's like hashtag
4: baby dodgecoin.
6: Nah, bro. Look look deeper. That's what she said. Okay.
4: Um, there, uh, Elon Musk riding a motorcycle. No,
3: your,
1: oh my mentions, God, Mocha. Your, your mentions. Your I'm mentions. I'm looking at my mentions.
6: <laughs> Elon Musk did not mention you. Why is y- why are you looking at Elon Musk? Go to your mentions. Go to I'm the bell. I'm looking at my mentions here. Y- Elon Musk did not mention you. Okay, go to the bell.
5: Go to- oh my God!
4: Yo, The Rock is- <laughs> <laughs> What happened? What, what happened? <laughs> so met- yesterday we were talking, and and you guys like surprised me with that uh, that video message from The Rock. Yeah. Right. So, uh, the KISS account, we tweeted out the video of you guys showing me the Rock's message, yeah. right? And then the Rock's message to my son Cruz. And like just a few minutes ago, the Rock tweeted out, like retweeted our video and said, Happy birthday, Mocha. Happy tears are always good. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God. Uh... Oh,
1: I love you, Rock. Yay. I love you, buddy.
2: <laughs>
3: And apparently Elon Musk mentioned you I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: Hello, this is the Raz and Mocha Show. What's your name? Ryan. Ryan, what's up, dude? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, about to get ready for work. Oh, okay. What can we do for you? I'm just wondering if I could introduce the news. Save uh, Roz's
6: delicate voice for his audiobook, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. I, bro, I, listen. Oh, I, uh, that's facts right I there. I appreciate this. That's I appreciate great thinking.
4: This. By the way, RozWeston.com to pre-order uh, his new book, which comes out on, uh, on September 27th. Thank a Little you. Bit Broken Thank is you. the name of it. So, Ryan, you want to preserve his voice for the audiobook, which I think is a great... Great idea yeah uh you've heard us do the uh the news every single day here on the raza mocha show so you know how it works anytime you're ready
1: absolutely
10: brother all right hey mocha yeah are you ready
4: yeah Let's do the
1: news. Wow! <laughs> wow! wow bro. I like that. Oh, Yo, Maury! Maury what? what's the
3: matter? Maury, what's the matter? There wasn't enough grunt. Oh, which part? Like, Ugh, like I want to uh, Let's. You know what I mean? Like, oh. give it a little bit more.
6: Oh, Maury wants more um, off the top, but the back end was good, right? More from the throat. Okay. Okay. More from the throat. More, no,
4: more. Okay. That's okay. A little weird. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, Boca. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Let's do the news! Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah! There we go! Thank you, Ryan, Ryan the
4: throat game master. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, guys! Thank you very much.
6: The
1: Roz and Mocha Show podcast
6: news break. News break. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays announcer legend uh, Buck Martinez is uh, going to step aside from his Jays duties to begin uh, cancer treatment. He uh, said this during uh, one of the games over the weekend.
5: The Blue Jays, Rogers, everybody has been so
6: supportive. i got a wonderful crew to work with here, folks, and I'm going to go away for a while. I've got cancer, and I have to address that, obviously, but uh, you know what? You're going to be in good hands with Dan and Pat and Scotty, and everybody's going to take uh, good care of you, but uh, you know what? I came here in 1981. thought I'd be here for a year or two, and here we are. It's 2022, but
0: my wife Arlene has been very supportive, and uh, we're all positive, and we feel very confident. We'll be back here for the pen and race. So let's play some baseball and have a good rest of the summer, folks.
3: Love you,
6: Buck. God, that guy's voice. No. You know what Legendary. I mean? Legendary. Uh, More, I know that you're a huge Buck Martinez fan. I,
3: I was just with him on the field uh, during, the, I guess, my interviews with yeah. him. And he is one of the nicest guys. He'll walk around and, like, just say, hi, do you need anything? Or, like, you know, can I help yeah. you? Like, he is so awesome. When I heard this news, it was just heartbreaking.
6: God, is he not, like, the, is that not the most gentlemanly way that anybody could have told... Yeah, fans that they time. were stepping away to deal with cancer the way that he said it like what a gentleman like yeah, big time. my god that guy's so great send so a much uh, love to uh buck martinez you
2: said it the Ros and mocha show podcast
6: podcast snl over the weekend lizzo was hosting did she perform as well it was the she was double... host and
3: perform but what i loved about lizzo she every skit she did she just kept laughing
1: <laughs> you know
7: she couldn't hold it
1: together
6: Nothing, at all eh? man <laughs> so here's a little bit of lizzo's monologue
7: rumor that i'm pregnant with chris evans's baby
1: <laughs> i have no
7: idea where that one started it could be the tiktok i did where i said i'm pregnant with chris evans baby.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: lizzo is so much fun the roz and mocha show podcast
6: podcast hey you know what i watched on the weekend did anybody else watch that movie the bubble I wanted to. No. <laughs> so, you no? know what? Is yeah. it stupid? It's oh my god! It's yeah. so stupid. Because we it's were gonna so put it on. It's so enjoyable. But though. it's
4: like two hours and six it's minutes. It's so
6: enjoyable. Is it really? It's so enjoyable. So the bubble is a Judd Apatow movie where uh, it's at the beginning of the pandemic, and they take all these actors to go and shoot this uh, sequel to a franchise, and they all have to bubble inside this big giant ornate hotel in london and then shipping back and forth between the set and all this stuff and it is like it's ridiculous like the 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 covid ridiculousness in the movie is just so bang on and apparently this was a story told to leslie mann about what went on during the shooting of the latest jurassic park movie
1: Okay. Or Jurassic
6: World. Yeah. Because they shot a lot of that during the pandemic. Uh-huh. And so these were stories that were told to her by people who were on that set that they then made this movie oh. based around there. Where there was like almost a revolt and they felt like they were prisoners yeah. and all this, and Keegan all this stuff. Keegan-Michael
4: Key is in it. Uh, the cast Pas- is huge. Pedro Pascal is yeah. in it, right? Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it looks...
6: And it looks hilarious. Uh, Kate McKinnon is in it. Kate like McKinnon, yeah, yep. there's a there's a lot of people, but it's a ridiculous movie. Are like, they
4: playing like thems- not no, themselves No, they're actors. They're, they're okay, just playing. They're they're just, they're playing just, actors. Yeah, they're okay. just they're just playing Because actors. there are dinosaurs in yeah. the uh, like from what I've seen in the trailer. But but and stuff, these right? it's are dinosaur movie?
6: Well, no, it's called the the, the franchise that they're working on is uh, I believe it's called Cliff Beasts Six. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that is <laughs> the, the <laughs> This is the movie that's going to save the studio, yeah. so it doesn't go bankrupt during the during the pandemic. Um, I think but David it's,
3: Duchovny in it too. Yeah,
6: David Duchovny's in it. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really it's it's ridiculous. Okay, sure. and I know that the ratings for it and reviews for it are just awful, but um, but it's so good. It's so it's such a fun movie. Uh, Fantastic Beasts opened this weekend. This was the uh, lowest opening for, I guess, a Harry Potter franchised film with forty three million dollars. Man, the problems with this movie. So Tell so me. okay. So I don't
4: watch any of these ones.
6: The fantastic. The first one was really great. I yeah. really enjoyed the first the first Fantastic Beast movie, and it did really well. It was like 2016, I guess it was. But so you had all the stuff just recently with them cutting the gay references out for the Chinese market. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you have Ezra Miller who's in all three films. He made headlines after appearing to choke a fan outside a club, most recently allegedly harassing people at a bar. Uh, then you have all the J.K. Rowling stuff mm-hmm. with her whole situation. And then you have uh, Grindelwald, who was originally played by Johnny Depp, and then they fired Johnny Depp uh, when all the Amber Heard trials started, and he lost that court case in the U.K. and replaced him with Mads Mikkelsen. So you just have all of this stuff, yeah, right? And it doesn't help when you got to promote a movie with all of that stuff but uh, but it, it, it did okay but for that world like it's like a 200 million dollar movie and it did 43 million dollars at the box office over a long weekend Yikes. yeah like it's not great Ooh, not dang. great
2: the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast
6: uh so uh over at Coachella let's start with the weekend mm-hmm. uh here's a little bit of his set so Now, as a last-minute replacement for Kanye, Mm -hmm. people were loving this. Like, the reviews are like The Weeknd is, like, top-tier talent and should have always been the headliner at Coachella. Mm. People were loving
4: this. Yeah, of course. One of the biggest artists in the world.
6: Sounds good live, too, huh?
4: Oh, yo, The Weeknd, if you have not seen The Weeknd live before, it is quite the show. I think I've seen him, like, three or four times. Yeah, this is definitely a treat for people at Coachella.
6: But what it comes down to with the weekend is everybody's talking about the voicemail. And so uh, there was a certain part in, uh, in the show when he was doing Blinding Lights where you heard this. So here it goes. Hey,
7: it's me. I know it's been a while, but I was just thinking about you and I'm sorry. About
6: everything. I miss you. Okay, so everybody's like, oh my God, freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, because they're like, everybody thinks it's Bella Hadid. Was it? Right, it is not. I mean, it's not, as far as I know, it's not Bella Hadid because no. that clip of that voicemail was used in the Blinding Lights Chromatics remix music video from 2020.
4: Oh, it's right so, there on YouTube. So he just repurposed it for this.
6: So whoever did the remix, yeah. right? Like when he did that remix, that voicemail was... So it's not new. And at the time, I guess everybody was like, who was that? Who was that? And then I guess at the time it was realized that it was not in fact is Bella that
3: insulting though? Because then it just means that so many people didn't hear, see it the original time.
6: Well, yeah. But I mean, who... It's a, I don't even know what this remix is. You have to be a super fan to Right, know. to delve into all of that. All well, me need yeah. this. Again. Yes
7: me I know it's been a while
4: but I was just thinking about you and I'm sorry oh. about everything I miss you yo that not like Bella Hadid y'all I'm, is, you think that's just. That that yes. don't it, yo. Deepa.
6: you say that sounds like Bella Hadid too yeah I
4: look at you shaking your head yes you no don't need okay. to answer your head shake
6: says it all yes 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 you say so so you say so Deepa 100% huh <laughs> Really? When were they together? How, li- how long ago? Yeah, go ahead, Deepa.
5: That was probably like two years ago. Yeah. I don't. I've never heard her speak, but that sounds like what she would sound like.
6: Based on her appearance, that sounds like what yes. she would and sound like. In my like. mind, well, maybe, I you're can mm-hmm. maybe you're not wrong. Maybe you're not wrong. Maybe you're not wrong about that. <laughs> the
2: Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
6: You rarely hear these stories, which is, we know what happens all the time. Obviously when big actors audition for big roles and they miss out on big roles, you only ever really hear these stories way long after the fact, right? Yeah. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco did an interview with Glamour where she talked about how devastated she was after losing out on a role in Knives Out 2, the sequel to Ryan Johnson's Knives Out.
4: That movie's, the first one, amazing.
6: Yeah, so uh, Ryan Johnson shot the movie in Greece. Daniel Craig is like, I think, the only cast member back in and it's a whole new ensemble around him. New, new mystery. Uh, Dave Batista, Catherine Hahn, Ethan Hawke, a whole bunch of people. Um, and Kaylee Cuoco, Cuoco auditioned and she said this, I was convinced the part was mine. Kate Hudson ended up getting it, but I was so convinced that my bags were packed for grease and then I didn't get it. I was devastated. Oh. And I'm not normally devastated over roles. I had done chemistry reads. I had done Zoom reads and I didn't get it. I cried and cried all night. Long when they went when they gave it to Kate Hudson, who's great. Of course, she has to say that. Yeah. I mean, I was gutted over that, uh, and that's when I thought I was and that's when I thought I was on fire like, I'm for sure getting this and they were like, no, we're gonna go with Kate uh, but then day after, apparently she didn't get Knives Out, she did get a script for something called uh, Meet Cute, which she is shooting, it's a romantic comedy opposite Pete Davidson mm. but uh, said she didn't sleep for a night that's devastated. Feel after every
3: audition I go on
6: Is that more? <laughs> that's what it feels like to not get it? Every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lose sleep but how? But you don't come, come close to that, like you're not sitting there doing chemistry reads with, with people. No, but I'll watch TV and I'm like, I auditioned for that. I know, sometimes we'll be in here in a commercial, be on the television, and he's like, oh! <gasps> and I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, I hate finding out that way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
6: Uh, Mocha, I know you were a huge fan of 24, Jack Bauer.
4: Yeah. I didn't watch that second one, though. The, the new one, the, what was it called? Legacy? I think it lasted like a season. Yeah. I wasn't into that one, but the original with Jack, oh, so good.
6: Would you be into a, another 24 reboot, do you think?
4: Only if it's Jack
6: Bauer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yes, like, absolutely. You, you is, so you would be down with that, yes! huh? Yes. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland certainly is. Listen to this. It was a huge part of mine and my family's life. And I miss it. You know, it was an incredible experience. I've loved
3: playing that character. I do believe the story is unresolved. And if something were to be written that made sense to me and that i thought was going to contribute to the franchise then i would be behind it and even if my participation
8: in that would be limited what do you think
4: yo they're bringing back jack bauer you think so huh yeah for sure yeah i will never forget that last scene that he appeared in where he was on the the earpiece with the girl um like his bestie In the office. Back of the office, yeah. Chloe, she was always, like, watching his back, but, like, from the office on the computer. Yeah. And then he looks up at the sky, and there's, like, a drone shot of him as he's, like, xing the communication between the two of them and she was like the i'm pretty sure she was like the last one to see him until he disappears from the face of the earth
6: see i'll tell you though the problem with a show like 24 is 24 was amazing i didn't ever i never really watched it but i understand the significance of 24 when it was on but since that run of 24 dealing with sort of spy stuff and terrorism stuff and covert ops and all this and and all this stuff right the world of that format has escalated so high with like netflix and prime and hbo and all of these homeland and like all these shows like i wonder if you would be able to compete in that world mm. still doing a network version of 24 it's almost like you need 24 to be rebooted on hbo right. or something like that but they where tried they to could,
4: reboot 24 yeah legacy
6: yeah but that, it was still a network show it though, was still right? A network yeah. Show, yeah, see that's the problem. It's like mm. when I think of those shows I think of like Homeland and, sure. and you know and that kind of thing.
4: I wonder if they would just be targeting like the original the OG fans of the show.
6: Maybe, maybe right? and don't get me wrong, it would do very well if they brought it back on network, yeah. but I just I, I think that, that that genre of programming needs to be really lit up and you got to go deep and people need to die cuz that was always a problem with yeah. the, the the stakes are so low on those network shows because these you know, these actors signed, you know 5-year deals And you know, oh my God, is you know the cliffhangers like is Jack Bauer going to die? Well, no, he's not going to die. He signed up for three more seasons, right? So, like the the stakes are always super low on those uh, on those network shows. But uh, but yeah, no, I liked I love Kiefer Sutherland, and that character was a real great character.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, Do we have time, real quick, to do um, uh, Nicolina Bazo? Yes, from absolutely. Ameri- from American Idol. Love her. I know that she grew up a big part of her life was listening to this show and we cannot be like she she's so incredible on American Idol that every every single time she does something, she manages to blow the judges away in a completely new way. And uh, so this is uh, uh Nicolina doing her take on uh, Stevie Nicks. Listen to this.
1: In
4: Got a text nine two five triple five. Nicolina is actually from Aurora, Aurora where I that's, live yes, now.
6: That's right, that's where she. So
4: congratulations
6: from. to Nicolina. So what did the judges say? So here's here's the judges' reaction. Oh, my
4: God, listen to this.
6: I know, dude.
4: Damn, yo, the crowd loves Bro. loves 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 her, huh?
7: I always think to myself while you're performing she's going to (laughs) blow. In a minute, she's going to (laughs) explode. You have a way of bringing the absolute peak of a song to this finality. When you do blow, oh, my God. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank
9: you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nicolina, you're a Ferrari. (laughs) And you can't just, like, hit the gas on a Ferrari, like, full bit. You know how to just level up every single time and just, like park it by like skirt, <laughs> twist it around and it's back and you walk out and you're like sipping a smoothie and it's like no skin off my back
1: right.
9: <laughs> thank you
2: wow is they she gonna win this whole thing like does she have a chance to win this, to win this whole thing she does she's really in top yeah. 20 so yeah. I mean, we'll
6: see how far she gets Jeez.
2: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast
6: uh toronto police arrest the uh suspect in the ttc subway pushing that happened uh the other day uh that went down on sunday when a 39 year old woman was pushed onto the um, tracks at uh, bloor station and she suffered serious injuries but managed to escape fatal injuries by crawling beneath the subway platform and uh, there's a ton of articles right now, and it's so gross that you have to even write this. But like, what do you do in a case if somebody pushes you onto the friggin' subway mm. tracks? Uh, which is there are two pieces of advice. Uh, quote: uh, One is to avoid touching the covered power third rail. You always hear about like, oh, don't touch the third rail. I, yeah, and yeah. I'm looking at the subway. I
3: don't know which which one is that. Like, is the it, one it in the, with is- the it's the one with the piece of thick wood above it? A thick wood. So above it goes it? rail one, rail two, rail three. Okay, but
6: okay, wait, 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 wait. So but it depends on your. But like, where is so okay? Point, okay, right? so there's the tracks, right? Yes. Does does the third rail run parallel with the tracks? Yes. So is it between the two tracks, or no, is it off to the side, side?
3: Far side. It's so a far side. If you're on the platform looking yes. at the tracks, it goes track one, track two, third rail.
6: Okay, thank you very much. That makes sense. Thank you, Maury. And then they say that uh, there is enough room to sort of tuck yourself underneath Not the platform. Much, though. Not much. One mm-hmm. like it's one person, and you cannot be a big human.
4: That's why anytime. I'm on um subway platform. Yeah. Always leaning up against the wall. Yeah. Back yeah. to the wall.
6: So uh, they made an arrest, female suspect. Uh 45 year old was arrested uh at the Finch Ghost station, 45 year old Edith Frine. Uh, this went down uh, yesterday evening. There's going to be uh, a court appearance this morning. Uh, police originally said that the two women did not know one another. However, officers uh, did not confirm if they still believe that was the case after the arrest. So uh, they did. Uh, they Scary, did the, the, the pusher. That is really wild. The last man.
3: time this happened a couple of years ago, the person was lucky enough to to hang on to the front of the train.
6: That's so crazy. What? Yeah. This is the yeah. this is the third the like the, the second time in like four years or 2009 something like that. Right. Was
3: the last one in the 1999
6: right 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 Jeez, man uh da, 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 da. that's what a crazy story that is
2: the Ros and mocha show podcast podcast
6: uh jack dorsey so this whole elon musk twitter thing is getting really wild okay so somebody on twitter asked jack dorsey um about the twitter board and their history of quote plots and coups and how the company could be made into a Hollywood thriller one day, because I guess this board is wild. And Jack replied, which he rarely does over stuff like this and says, it's consistently been the dysfunction of the company talking about the board. Hmm. And then he goes on to say earlier in the thread, uh, a capitalist uh, by the name of Fred Destin was quoted for what he calls the Silicon Valley proverb, which is good boards don't create good companies, but a bad board can kill a a good company every time. And then Jack replied to that and said, big facts, right? So, So he still sits on the board, although his term is about to expire in late May. So basically, he's living on free time right now. And then because he was kicked off the board, and I think it was like early, it was like 2008 or something like that. But he still owns 2.25% of Twitter, which is the second largest next to Elon Musk. And then the Vanguard Group as as an entity, they own 10.29%. And now people are starting to wonder. Because you know that Elon Musk wants to take Twitter private. He says that that's the only way to save Twitter. Mm -hmm. Jack Dorsey basically has very little to do with Twitter, and he certainly doesn't have a whole lot of power at Twitter. Jack Dorsey and Elon Musk are tight. And so now people are wondering if Elon Musk plans to buy Twitter and co-run it with Jack Dorsey, put him back in the position of power. Put him back in charge? Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the sort of theories that's going around right now.
4: Plot twist.
6: Right? Plot twist. Wow. And that's why the board right now is freaking out. Uh, But uh, Elon Musk was doing like, I guess, like a TED talk, a TED interview. And Mm. they asked him about his billions because people are always like, well, you just have you have too much. And then he gave insight into his lifestyle, which is he doesn't even own a house for well, sure it would be very problematic if i was consuming billions of dollars a year in personal consumption but that is not the case in fact i don't even own a home right now i'm literally staying at friends places i if i travel to the bay area where most of tesla engineering is i, I stay in my i basically rotate through friends spare bedrooms Same. i don't have a yacht i, I really don't take vacations Same. so it's not as though there's um that my postal consumption is is high I mean the one exception is a plane, but if I don't use the plane, then I have less hours to work damn if 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 Elon Musk crashed on your couch, would you expect anything in return oh. for, for the gesture Yes, okay Mocha, I'll start with you what okay. what do you think that you like and be realistic here it's it's say four, four nights in the in the in the spare bedroom in the house Elon, four nights
4: listen uh we're gonna order. We're gonna order in tonight. Yeah. Right. You got this. Right.
6: Okay. Okay. So that's so you were yeah. expecting like a lavish order in dinner.
4: Doesn't even have to be lavish. Okay. Just pay for a meal,
6: bro. Okay. Pay for a meal. Uh, Shem, I'll go to you next. What a would you say? hundred some- thousand dollars. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. I'm not messing around. Okay. Yeah. Is an uh, okay. Couch. <laughs> okay. Damn it, Maury. Elon Musk is on your couch for four days. What I do just you-
3: want him to live tweet the experience so we can go viral.
6: So Maury wants the clout. Mm. Shem wants the cash. Uh, Mocha just wants a friend, right? Just, just, just want to have dinner. a have a meal with a cool dude, sure. right?
4: Now, here's my question. Yes. Do I need to share my Wi-Fi password with Elon Musk, or mm. because of all those Starlinks he's got, does he have yeah. like a direct contact to a satellite from his own his own devices, or would he need like he sits on my couch and he's like, bro, let me get the password to your Rogers Ignite? <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah. I think that Elon is describing the situation he's in. I think he might even ask to borrow your iPad. Uh, <laughs> for how long I need it four days
4: four full days <laughs> four full days I, I can't go four <laughs> days without my bad <laughs> Sorry,
6: Elon. So you have to lend him a towel too? <laughs> yeah, he's guys using your towels. Right? <laughs>
4: but, no, I draw the line at the iPad. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Okay. Maybe, Any maybe help iPad, me unload the dishwasher yeah. once or twice. Sure. Even right? load it. Load it, yes. Right? Right, yeah. That that's all that's all I ask, man. That's all I ask.
4: Wait, what would you need from Elon Musk? who uh, I wouldn't let him you. I
6: wouldn't let him stay.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have a chip, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh Johnny Depp taking the stand in his own uh case yesterday. The defamation case that uh, he brought against his ex-wife amber heard this is what uh,
4: they're showing on tv right
6: yeah court tv court tv yeah yeah i watched a lot of it live yesterday and johnny oh. is a slow talker hmm. and they started this like it was i've if you haven't seen sort of like what the process is like because when you're so used to watching court on television like law and order and all this stuff the actual process is maddening for somebody who has never actually seen what this looks like mm-hmm. and they spent well over an hour while johnny depp was on the stand just like talking about his childhood oh like before, really? before they even got to um anything that even had anything to do with the court case but why Backstory and his upbringing and his his oh, his, a, his, his, his mother him? his mother was violent and then how he feels about work and how he became famous and like all of this stuff like uh, they go through everything really? yeah and so it's wow. gonna it'll it'll continue on and then I, I I believe that Amber Heard is supposed to testify as well but here's a little bit of uh, Johnny Depp from the stand yesterday.
1: My goal is the truth. My goal is the truth because it it, it killed me that. People that I had spoken with, that I had met with over the years, who maybe were in a not such a great position and they needed advice, and I gave them the best advice I could. All I could think of was that those people would think that I um, was a fraud and that I had lied to them. So I had to wait for my opportunity to um, address the charges, which were criminal charges,
6: And, and they just
1: weren't true.
6: So this all stems from a 2018 uh, opinion piece that Amber Heard wrote in the Washington Post where she uh, claimed that she was a, a survivor of domestic abuse. She didn't mention Johnny Depp by name, but f- everybody sort of knew what it was. Um, the problem in the U.S. when you're suing in a, in a libel case, especially when you're super famous like Johnny Depp, is that you have to prove by like clear and convincing evidence that the person who said the things knowingly made false claims. So when I say knowingly made false claims, it's like if, if they made a false claim that they believed to be true but still false, you have no chance of winning. Mm-hmm. You have to prove that it was a determined premeditated lie that they knew what they were saying was untrue and that's Mm. what they that's what they have to prove and that's why it's so difficult so um but because of everything that's coming out in this like the judge may just turn around and and say both of you guys are just like god man like you both are guilty of this and you're guilty of this and it may not come out in anybody's favor like nobody may win this they may just lose more right um at the at the outcome of all so gets thrown out no, no, not, not get, not get thrown. Like it won't get like, thrown who, who's out. Who's determined the the judge? It's not a jury. It's a judge. The winner, though. The judge, yeah, the judge, yeah, and uh, and so Depp is uh, suing Amber Heard for fifty million, and I guess she's countersuing him for a hundred million, oh. or something like that. I don't know, big, uh, big money, but that that's going on, and it'll continue to go on today.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast, podcast. Um,
6: the woman uh, Shamsa Albalushi, who was the victim in the TTC subway push, uh, was speaking to the news yesterday. Oh, and, for real? Yeah, and she has, I think it was a broken rib, and a, and, and a banged up nose, um, but when she made it back to, I guess, her follow-up doctor's appointment, like, she took the subway there, and they, they showed her on the news, like, getting out of the subway, oh, and so here is uh, uh, Shamsa Aboulouchi.
9: Next thing I know, I'm flying, and I'm under the track. I had, I don't know how I got the strength, but I rolled, like, a roly-poly to the oh. side in there to squish in so the train wouldn't, and I was screaming in pain, and people are screaming at the same time, and the train appeared, I will not this, let this person stop me. It will, I am an innocent person.
6: Oh, man. Right? I, yeah, crazy. That's so scary. Yeah, yeah, great determination on her, though. That's uh, back in court today, by Is the way. that is that what it is, Mallory? Thank you very much for that.
2: Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Catch the guys live.
2: Weekday mornings from 6 to 10.
0: On KISS 92.5.
2: KISS 92.5.com.
0: Or download the KISS 92.5 app.